Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hey, my name is Albert. This is Johnny. So I, I did something today that I didn't think I would ever really do, is I unsubscribed to Screen Junkies. Oh, did you? Really? I Why? did. Uh, I haven't really watched... Or I haven't really been interested in watching any of the videos for a while now. I mean, okay, for a while is an exaggeration. I occasionally watch their honest trailers or whatnot. But yeah, it, it, it that's was, what I watch. It, but it, the honest trailers haven't really been that funny lately. Have you noticed that? I, to be honest with you, I haven't watched them recently either. I haven't okay. subscribed. I haven't watched them recently. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I think they're giving them mostly positive stuff. You know what I mean? Like they reviewed the Airbender, even though I didn't see it. I just get the feeling they would, they would give a positive review, you know what I mean? So, and also, you know, they have a regular daily show too, right? Right. I haven't watched that either recently, only because, you know, there's no real news and stuff, you know what I mean? There's nothing really going on. I suppose, but I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there. well, I guess. But at the same time, the Honest Trailers is what always kind of drew me to yeah, screen Yeah, let's jumpers, go back to that. Right? Mm-hmm. They even have like a video game version of it now and all that stuff. And even then, it's kind of like the same old, same old. It's like their uh-huh. their sense of humor hasn't really changed much. It's mm-hmm. like it's like they're they're too self aware of themselves that it's kind of mm-hmm. contra counteracting how yeah. funny their jokes are. Well, the thing is, it is a brand now. You know, what I mean, it's got that honest trailer because it's been around for what five, six years. Five, oh, I think it's years, more. Right? I think it's more than that. But, really? <laughs> I, well, like I don't know. I could be wrong about that. But but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's like it's it's like oh, 2011. Two, uh, 2011. Oh my god, the nine years, really? My god, my god. Well, I mean, that's that's when they started. I don't know. I don't yeah. know when they blew, when they got big. I know they got they were already big during uh, Frozen because that's kind of like one of the big hits, right? But right. Uh, but the the it's like the honest trailers that they that I've seen. Uh, you're right. They're they're kind of like lost their bite. It's almost yeah. like they're afraid to piss people off now because because they're having all these like agreements with companies and and sponsorships or whatever. It's like it's like they lost something. They lost their edge, yeah. I guess. And also remember, just to give a little I think they get they get bought get bought out, right? Not by like a major conglomerate, but they get bought bought out. So you always lose your teeth a little like that. Also, you I, I actually do follow them quite a bit. Not so much this year, but previously. But but recently they would have guests. You know, the people mm-hmm. that they goof on. Remember when the Ant-Man and the Wasp came on? They okay. had the director of uh, Peyton Reed. Oh, right. They did, they did, yeah. And have them watch the, the honest trailer for uh, the Ant-Man. Yeah, you know but that, I mean? was, that was like several years ago. Yeah. But the thing is, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're having more and more like legit, like stars, people that they were usually goof on, on the show. Mm-hmm. And they probably, the peak of that is when they had uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds Ryan Reynolds for yeah. Deadpool. Yeah. He wasn't on the show, but he was actually in the honest trailer, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the other thing, and the other thing is that that might be, that might be going into what's uh, why you're not having that kind of humor. It's kind of it, their humor has kind of been what do you call it co opted by the mainstream and stuff like that. You know, a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of people in general, make, goofing on the same way that they would goof on movies. And that's stuff like true that. too. Yeah, that's probably that might be part of it too. It could be. It got kind of stale, but I, I think what, yeah. the one thing that kind of like I said earlier, they're too self aware of their own jokes. Like if the joke yeah. doesn't really land. You just refer to it in a meta way, yeah. so that that yeah. so now that's supposed to be funny. It's like, yeah, no, it doesn't necessarily yeah. work that way. Come on, guys. Yeah, I only still subscribe to it, even though I haven't watched any of the videos, the mm-hmm. daily video or the on in a while, only because 
Uh, to me, there's still like a mom and pop startup company on YouTube. You know what I mean? Sure, I kind of sure. want to support that. You know what I mean? Sure. I don't hate your rep, but I haven't watched the video in, in a while. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to... I have a lot of like subscriptions on YouTube. So this was just like an excuse for me to like remove another yeah. one. So it was just like... I guess if I didn't really, it was like a spur of the moment thing. I was kind of watching today and I'm like, yeah. do I really want to watch this? And then like, do I really want to still be subscribed? And then I just unsubscribed. Yeah. So mm. I do that sometimes too. I'll just go through my list of subscribed YouTube videos. Some of them are my nephews, but some of them are mine. I, I, oh, okay. I do, I do, I, I rarely unsubscribe. But mm. the only reason why I unsubscribe only is because if the person has stopped making videos. Like, there was a moment that there was a, uh, a page, it was mostly Venmo, but not Venmo, but whatever that, other video service. Uh, the, every frame a uh, picture or something. Remember mm-hmm. that one? That one, I unsubscribed only because he kind of uh, re- re- retired his account or something. Yeah, right? but but if he retired his account uh, or like, does not get on it kind of thing, if years later they go back, it'll pop up in your subscription feed. And that'll be yeah, great. But, yeah. Like, but like, I figure if you... Like if I've, he makes a good video, someone will recommend it or it'll be trending. True, true, you know true. I mean? Like, yeah. like, like I, I, I mean, I'm still waiting for the next uh, video for community community channel, which she hasn't posted anything in years, right? But, but I'm still subscribed because I'm kind of hoping it'll eventually pop up. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> See, I don't know what she, she's actually one of the uh, Natalie Tran. She's she's a Aussie, I believe, and she's she's like one of the more re, the one one of the earlier YouTubers actually from like oh, a decade really? ago. Yeah. I should I should show you her stuff. Her her stuff okay. is pretty funny. But anyways, it is the three hundred and thirty first episode of the show. And as oh, of this is an episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is the intro. I should I should talk less. All right, go ahead. That's fine. I mean, oh by the way, listeners, uh, I think this is the very first time Jamming's ever called in and not be in the same room with me here. We're like doing only, like like ultra. It's only because I have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not really a laughing matter, but yeah, it's know. a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Okay, yeah. once again, it's the 331st episode of the show, and as of this recording, it's currently 10, 10 a.m., August 12, 2020, in Ansan City, South Korea. And it's time to take a look and see what's up. What's going on in Korea? So apparently, uh, there's there's been, there's been cases, well, this is particularly two cases that that's reported here, uh, that, uh, that in the back of Korea, they're receiving customers who, because they're afraid of COVID, have either put their money in washing machines or heated them, oh. heated them up in microwaves. Yeah, that sounds smart. That sounds smart. <laughs> How'd that work out for both of them? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, if, if you're saying you're saying it sounds smart to them. Good. Well, that makes sense. If it's if it's yeah. unclean from the virus, you wash yeah. it, right? Yeah. <laughs> if the yeah, virus can die from that's... heat, you heat yeah. it up. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't pull any of that logic. Oh, that sounds. Oh, that sounds right. How that right. work out for me? Right. So, so oh, essentially, the bank the, the the bank rules apparently is that uh, under bank rules on the exchange of damaged, mutilated, and contaminated banknotes, the person was provided with an actual exchange. However, the, yeah. the the money has to has to be intact. Like it has to be in a in a case where it's not that damaged. Mm-hmm. Right. It has so, to be like in a single piece, almost more or less. Right. That's the thing. So this person in Ansan City, uh, she went ahead and took about like. An unspecified amount of money mm-hmm. into a washing machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the money that they were able to give her back totaled almost nineteen thousand dollars. Oh, okay, that's a Which, lot. That's a lot. That's <laughs> and a that, lot in U.S. And that isn't US, even US and that isn't even all the money she put in the washing machine because the right. other the other ones were damaged from the from the washing machine. They didn't give you a number as, as nineteen out of how much, right? They didn't want to embarrass her that much. I guess not. Yeah, because it doesn't really mention here. Uh, 
Let's see. Uh, bank official Seo Jae-won said the number of Hi. of bills the bank exchanged at half value was 507. I don't know what that means. God. She said right. she said the bank doesn't count the number of bills that it cannot exchange because damage is too big. <laughs> that sucks to be her, man. I mean, just I'm imagine this is an older lady and stuff like that. I think one of her kids, one of her grandkids, she just jumped on this grenade. She just checked in on the old lady after like mm. you know months. I'm blaming this on months of quarantine and her kids, or if she even if she had kids, uh, not checking in on her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think grandma went loopy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, uh, well, you know, coronavirus, people are doing crazy things sometimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh uh, speaking, of, spe- speaking of COVID, in New York, New York's mass transit agency wants Apple to come up with a better way for iPhone users to unlock their phones without taking off their mask because of face unlock. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you people with your iPhones, you can do like a, a touchpad thing to unlock your phone. You yeah, don't, you don't have to rely on face unlock. How lazy are you? Come on. Yeah, I, yeah. I was gonna say, why are they putting this on Apple? Why put on the customer and stuff like that? They have the option of of uh, of hitting the numbers, right? But I will tell you this though: if I was the MTA, right, and I was yeah. gonna say, do I do I try and enforce uh, uh, iPhone users to not remove their mask to face unlock, or uh-huh. do I try and just tell Apple, hey, you know what, your customers yeah. aren't figuring it out themselves. Maybe you should yeah. do something about it. Yeah, the public option is literally getting into fistfights. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, I mean, you're obviously on Twitter, right? But when I'm on Twitter, like during the day, I scroll. It's like every few tweets, it's about, you know, X person getting into this fight, X person getting into that fight. Mm-hmm. I think I saw another one the other day where like a bystander tried to step in on a on a unmasking or demasking thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The guy got killed. You know what I mean? Did you see that? And there's, a, there's another one today, I think. Of like a like a white dude in grocery store going crazy about not wanting to wear a mask. His son, his grown son, had to pull him away from the store. Oh wow! You know what I mean? Apparently, yeah. I, I don't see that as often as you do on Twitter. <laughs> I see it, yeah. But yeah, you're on Twitter more I, often I, than me, anyway. So yeah, I can see why New York City might you know you know what doesn't, doesn't want to get into it with the with the actual customers. They're just you know just about the deal with the most powerful tech company in the world. What, what do you think Apple will do though? Do you think they'll actually like, hey, you know what? Let's just go ahead and put Touch ID back on the next iPhone, but yeah, also include face unlock. I don't think it's probably. Gonna happen. Yeah, they're not going to ignore it. They're not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to do it. They're, they're they're not, all they're going to say is that for the time being, just use use the use the uh, the the thumb the the what's it the touchpad or whatever the pin yeah. pin unlock right. Just use the pin yeah, unlock. Just use the password. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they're going to say that that feature is already built into the. The iPhone, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We can't enforce common sense. That's what they say. That's the problem. You can't enforce common sense. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? The, face, the facial recognition is one of two systems. If that first system is on public health, you know, hey, it's not, mm-hmm. not our thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Put the PIN number in. You goddamn it. All right. So, That's good times. Uh, speaking of masks, though, uh, a new Duke University study right, here we go. finally examined a variety of masks to see which is which is actually effective in, in, in terms of COVID and which are not effective at all. Right, so they're saying the best mask obviously is the surgical mask, the ni- the N ninety five mask. Those are the best masks, and then right. the the one with the respirator, right? Yes, but they're saying not the one with like, the valve. The one with the valve actually does not make a difference because the one with oh, the, really? yeah, because the one with the valve essentially is is your your it's allowing you to breathe more so that you can have okay. circulation. You don't want the air to circulate because that means your air is coming out of you. If you have COVID, then you're mm-hmm. gonna get it out there anyway. Mm, yeah. Okay. So you can't you can't use the valve one. The valve one actually does not make a difference. You may as well just not have a mask on. That's what that's what, that's what uh, they say. 
because mm-hmm. like, oh, that only kind of protects you, not everybody else, <laughs> right? Okay. Um, uh-huh. the, se- the second one was the three-layered simple surgical mask, okay? And then the third one, which is the best mask, is the cotton mask, which is great because that's the, what the majority of people are using. I might, yeah. Me, myself, I'm also using cotton mask that, that my wife mm-hmm. made. Um, and they said the best, the, the best one is like the, the three-layered cotton mask or the uh, cotton uh, polypropylene cotton mask. Right. Wait, why is cotton propyl- propylene cotton mask? Why does it have two cottons in this word? <laughs> I have no idea, man. Hey, man, it's probably let's maybe maybe it's something they they pay for. They pay for the rights for the word cotton or something like that. Twice. Like, you know what? Like, yeah, let's let make it out, give it our money's worth. You know what I mean? We're we gonna put cotton in the name twice. Cotton okay. polypropylene cotton mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just big cotton doing their thing, man. They want, okay. they, they want that brand recognition. So they said here the worst mask, the worst mask where they pretty much tell you like, you know what? It makes no difference if you had if you had no mask at all with this mask. Mm-hmm. You must have just not mm-hmm. have no mask at all. Uh, fleece. Fleece face okay. coverings, which I'm thinking like, aren't, isn't that supposed to be kind of like, well, it's fleece, right? It's it's supposed to, am I thinking of the right thing? Yeah, I can't imagine. I don't, I, I don't, I can't imagine what fleece masks actually look like. Huh. Oh well, but anyways, the problem the problem with fleece masks is that they actually break up the respiratory droplets into smaller mm-hmm. droplets, then blocking them, so it mm-hmm. actually releases it from the mask anyway. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so it's kind of counterproductive. It's it it's actually basically it is doing what it's supposed to be advertised mm-hmm. for, where it's supposed to make you breathe better. It's mm-hmm. it's supposed to prevent sweating as much because it's actually like expelling the sweat and expelling yeah. the resp- the respiration. So. That's the reason why it's not very good. Bandanas are, are the same exact thing. They're just about the same. Uh, knitted masks are about the same too. I guess they're, they're, there's enough holes in it to make it bad. And unfortunately, uh, half my stock of my face coverings, I can't use anymore because I have gaiters. Gaiters apparently are also not very effective at all. <laughs> so, really? yeah, unfortunately. So I'm What's done. the reason why? Same thing. It's uh, it's it's designed to be breathable, so mm-hmm. it's doing exactly what it's going to be doing. It's going mm-hmm. to allow you to to breathe breathe better in a sense that uh, your your respiratory droplets actually can be expelled from your okay. mask. So it defeats well, the whole purpose of not spreading it out. Well, you should get that um, cotton cotton face mask. I just recently got the the, 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 the I, I recently got the the official Comic Con Gator mask too. Which is, oh, did you? I did, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna use it one a day. I never, I haven't used it yet because of the fact that <laughs> now I can't use it at all. It's essentially there just because. Huh. Yeah. Well, and when was the last time you left the house anyway? Come on, man. Well, true, true, you've been, true. You've been shut in for like four months now. Come on, now. Well, like, Be completely honest. shut it, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's that's very sad. I have all those doggy gator masks that I can't use anymore. <laughs> so sad, so sad. Okay. Um. Uh, speaking of uh, not spreading things out. Canadians mm-hmm. are reporting U.S. license plates when they're spotted in Canada. So oh, apparently, on, man. Canada, Canada has their own different version of Karens, I guess. So yeah. Now, so now they're, on, they're, they're calling out American vehicles. Hey, on, there's an American man. car over there. No, no, sorry. Hey, there's an American cow over there. Yeah. Maybe they might have COVID. Come on. <laughs> eh? Come on, man. <laughs> no offense to sympathy. any Canadian listeners. That's some sympathy, man. We have a nut job as a president, man. We need a break. We need to catch a break. But the borders, but, you know, it's just remember. Remember, the borders are technically supposed to be closed, except for exceptions, yeah. right? There are only some. There only yeah. some, There are some exceptions that can go through, but for the most part, it's closed to the to the U.S. Yeah, 
It's uh, it honestly it only serves us right for closing the border on uh, undocumented immigrants in, the, in our southern border. It's mm-hmm. only poetic justice. This is fine. Yeah. But uh, did you, you know the famous Animaniacs song, right? Where Yako goes down the names all the countries in the world. Yes. They did a version of that where it only it lists only, he only says the name of the countries that we can actually visit to. That doesn't have any travel restrictions to the United States. Really. And, you know, like ninety nine percent of the the video is uh what do you call it? It's silent now. You know what I mean? It only says a country every like I don't know twenty seconds or something like that. So is it a new video or did they just edit out they the old one? Yeah, they edit that. It's edited. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can probably find it on Twitter somewhere. It's 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 pretty funny. Okay. I mean, it's sad. I mean, mostly sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 funny and but sad. Yeah, yeah, very true. So yeah, I don't blame the Canadians. I don't blame anybody in the rest of the world for being mad at us. It's fine. But still, yeah. You, but still, you can snitch. You can snitch. <laughs> That's fine. It's polite justice. Okay, and then, and then um, not. But what isn't justice? Or speaking of justice, Justice League, blah blah blah. Uh, DC, DC Comics uh, was part of that big giant layoff that that happened with Warner Brothers and Warner Media. Uh, yeah. Like DC Universe, pretty much lost almost all their staff. So expect that app to go away. It's editorial mostly. It's, it's, it's like a heavy part part of the editorial staff for DC that. for DC Universe. Oh, I'm sorry, DC. I, I, thought, I was thinking DC Comics. Oh yeah, DC Comics. Yeah, okay. the editorial most of the editorial stuff. Uh, I think Warner people in Warner Brothers like 600 people got laid off at the time or whatever. Oh okay. But yeah, so so, so it's a, it's that pretty much the Warner Brother brand of AT and T, uh, Time Warner, the Warner Brother and DC Comics side is got screwed. Essentially, yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. It, the way on the DC comic side is mostly the editorial, but that that's going to lead to you know they're not publishing that many books right now, mm-hmm. but it's gonna, it's going to lead to even less books in the future and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's and to me to me I've read some stuff on Twitter and stuff, but it's, it seems like everybody where they're going is it's just going to be basically uh, digital exclusive now. You know, going maybe you know what I mean? They're not really going to even publish. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard, true, you know, paper yeah. Co- comics, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's pretty much uh, uh, an industry, an, a niche industry that isn't selling very yeah. well in the first place, right? Yeah. Like people, people prefer digital now. And yeah. The thing is, though, is that uh, the mindset of of the artists and the writers and whatnot will have to mm-hmm. be like, I'm doing this for the digital, because you know, there's a lot yeah. of hardcore. They're kind of like their version of their their Scorsese's or the Spielbergs who don't want to go digital, right? Yeah. So there's the there's the version of that in the comic book industry who are like, for sure, it has to be a printed page. It has to be a comic book. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's going to have to change. Yeah, because there's still the spe- the collectors market. You know what I mean? They, they want the physical book with mm-hmm. all the variant covers and stuff like that. And within that niche is also the people that likes the hardcover. Yeah, you know what I mean? When after storyline gets you know twelve issues, whatever they they collected the hard book because you know. I follow a lot of comic book artists, collectors, and stuff on Twitter. They love showing off that, sh- you know, their game room, whatever, and right. you know that shelf of that giant shelf of DC comics mm-hmm. and Marvel comics, whatever. You know, those hardcovers and stuff like that. But it seems like more and more the future is for at least DC comics is just yeah, it's going to go straight to digital. Maybe after twelve issues, twenty four issues or so, then they'll collect it in a hardbound, and that you know yeah. that's that's the end of it. You know I, I, mean? I think they need to look at the the non comic book. Uh, books out there, the, the actual novels and whatnot, because that one is still thriving uh, as physical yeah. meet, as physical books and as digital books. They need to look yeah. at that market and see how they're handling it because they're they yeah. seem to be handling it pretty well, and they uh, they need to do that. Yeah, one of the news blurbs that I, that I saw come out of it, the the editor for the DC Comics YA novel, not the 
you know, pretty pictures and all that stuff, but the actual, mm. you know, YA novels, that editor survived. I, mean, I think she actually got promoted or something like that. But mm. it's cause that, it's cause that, 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 uh, sector, that niche is making a lot of money for DC comics. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that yeah. makes sense, I guess. Cause I mean, like I said, or like, like it's been implied, Harry Potter, uh, two decades ago have pretty much invigorated the, the novel industry yeah. again. So a lot of kids are reading novels and, and, yeah. and comic books, people just go, I'm just going to wait for the movie. Right. Yeah, the mass yeah. audience and stuff. Like that. Yeah, we're in a Marvel uh, MCU renaissance. That doesn't necessarily have to mean it's translated to Marvel comics and, and stuff yeah. like that. You yeah. know what I mean, I, mean I, I can even speak from my personal experience. I go strictly digital now, but it's all I. But I haven't bought a physical comic book in uh, in, in ages and stuff like that. You know what I mean? In, in years, and I don't pick up that many DC comics. Mm-hmm. On, and you know, and mostly because the continuity is just too hard to follow and stuff like that. There's True. too much stuff going on in there. So but yeah, and, but it's a bummer though, man. Yeah, I mean, Marvel Comics isn't—they're they're not immune either. Uh, people just wait yeah. for the MCU or some kind of TV adaptation of the books. They—they they don't care as much anymore. That's unfortunate. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, DC, yeah, Marvel has its own problems too. DC, Marvel does this thing where they'll publish their shotgun all kinds of books out there and stuff like that. But what the, what the problem is, they'll cancel it like in six weeks, in six months, seven months. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And they'll just relaunch it. Um, the thing with Marvel is they're obsessed with number one issues. You know what I mean? Number one issues yeah. of this. Yeah. Know, you know what I mean? It's, and, like, and, it's like the opposite. Because oh it's like the opposite. Because in theory, the number one issue is a reboot of the of the character, right? But it's not. It's yeah. just, uh, just mm-hmm. they're just rebranding the number. While DC, yeah. they like rebooting the characters a lot, but they don't want to let go of the number. So I'm like, yeah. It's like okay, they love promoting the fact that the DC, uh, Detective Comics, or whatever, is in the thousands of, of things, <laughs> yeah. you know, thousands. It's like okay, I get it. You're proud of that, and stuff, but yeah, it's like all right. I think I, I think the only the only Marvel comic book that kind of could uh, do that was Thor and Fantastic Four. I think they're the only yeah. two that actually did that until they until they they themselves also started back at number one. But yeah, then then the thing is, then they reverse it too. You know, it's a weird thing. I, I the instances where. Thor, let's say it was in the 500s, whatever. Then it got relaunched as number one. But then, as the number, as it goes from one, two, three, but in the normal numbering, it gets close to like an anniversary number. You know what I mean? And let's say, re- yeah. And then, then they switch back to Thor 1000 just so they can promote Thor 1000. Right. They, but, re- they retconned it. Like, like oh, yeah. uh, episode issue 25 is now issue 675 again. Yeah. So, for the, so for the newer readers, they're like, what the fuck? What do you mean? There's like a thousand of these? Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. too confusing. All this stuff is way confusing. I don't understand how any... Because I jumped in comic books like in the early 90s. I don't know how anybody... And that was like... Comics been around... Superhero comics been around for like 40 years at that point, right? More or less, I guess. Depending on when the Superman came out. I don't know. But anyway. But yeah, now it's been like 30... You add another 30 years to when I started reading comics. I, I don't know how any new readers jump on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Well, to yeah. pick up the number one issue, and Jesus Christ, and this is quite the segue there, but uh, that's what's yeah. up. <laughs> that was up. All right, thanks for listening. Uh, this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert Five X Five. You can find me on uh, the Twitter J I A M I N G L O U. Leave a comment on our Twitter page, Instagram page, Facebook website, or leave a voicemail if you dare. Show your support. Head over to who what worst why Yeah, head over to who what worst why slash support. To find out how, there are free options. Uh, support Black Lives Matter. Music has been provided by the Y Axis. All the links and information can be found on whowhatwhereswhere.com as well as the show notes. Before we go, how about a recommendation? Jamming. I recommend 
Hulu. I recommend a TV show, Taste the Nation, with Pamela Blackman. I'm pronouncing her name. I, I'm butchering, but everybody knows who she is. She's the main、uh, what do you judge on, on on Top Chef and stuff like that.、Okay. It's a docu series on Hulu, and every episode is dedicated to an immigrant story in the United States, and it's fantastic. Wait, is this a Hulu, is, is this a Hulu original or is it did it come from? Yes, Hulu original. Oh, yeah, Hulu original. Face、yeah. the nation and, with Hannah Blacksmith. No, 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 no. Panama Blacksmith.、Uh, oh, okay, okay. It's an Indian name. You know、Blacksmith. what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think I do. Yeah, yeah. I look it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please, yeah. I'm a. I, I butchered her name. I, I can't even pronounce it. But just、uh, taste the nation on Hulu. You, you can't miss it.、It's、oh, oh. Like I said, taste the nation,、yeah. not face the taste, nation. Gotcha. No, it's playing off the whole taste the nation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Because it's very a comic Americanic. You know、mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's why they're playing off face the nation. It's、gotcha. called taste the nation. Taste, taste the nation. Yeah, each episode is a focus on a particular immigrant story in the United States, and they don't hit up the usual ones like Koreans in 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 Los Angeles, or Mexicans in Los Angeles.、Uh, episodes are, could deal with、uh, Thai people in Vegas, Peru people in、uh, New Jersey, which I didn't even know about, and stuff like that. So it's it's really good. It's fantastic. Okay, cool. That's Taste the Nation、yeah. with Alan、uh, Latham. On who? All right. This was episode 331 of the Stuff Injunction. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who at Worst Minute Network.